This is Mindful Medicine with Dr. Holly Lucille on Radio MD. Radio MD. Here's Melanie Cole. Nobody likes to apologize, but there's no avoiding it sometimes. And how you do it, okay, fine, I'm sorry, you know, is really what it's all about is it's sincere. <laughs> I, I happen to be very lucky, and we're on with Dr. Holly today, and she's nationally recognized, licensed naturopathic doctor, and so, so smart woman. And Dr. Holly, I'm lucky because my 13-year-old daughter is so good at it, and I Aww. don't know how, and I don't want to mess with her, because when she does something wrong, she is so sincere. I'm so sorry. I'm, and I don't know how she got like that, because I suck at apologizing. Oh, that and is... I, that is so sweet. And why do you suck at apologizing? Because I don't know. I, I don't know. I just hate apologizing because I, my grandfather used to say, I may not always be right, but I'm never wrong. And I oh, just... Oh, dear. That's like my dad saying, winning isn't the winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. That's what I'm saying, see? so And she's so good at it, and sometimes that makes me feel so bad. I'm like, oh, well, honey, I mean, she really is so sincere. And I just... Tell us how to be a better apologizer. So not that I ever think, have to. Yeah, no, no. I'm going to... This is a really important thing because kind of like forgiveness, it's really not about the other person. It's about you. And when you can actually apologize like an adult, once again, I'm going to give a nod out to the folks that care to. They've got such great content. Um, uh, This is is an article that Katie Medlack wrote, and I thought some of her points were amazing. I really want to bring them to fruition here on Radio MD because it's a great format to listen anytime that you want. But here's one of the most important things I say, and I agree. It's like, actually say, I'm sorry. But here's the kicker. Stop there. No, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, and then you start explaining, or what I call dextifying, okay? Dextifying is a made-up word. I got it from my friend Rick Kirshner, who's an author and also an ND. Uh, Dextifying means defend, explain, or justify, okay? It's basically when somebody says but, you can take everything that they said before that and throw it out the window because they really didn't mean it, okay? So when you say, I'm sorry, and you actually can just stand up and say, I'm sorry, stop there. That's one of the most important things. So you just have to stop after you say that. You really do, okay? Because this is really important. Um, you know, the other thing that I think is important, and there's actually apology languages, okay? Dr. Gary Chapman, he details these languages in his book called Things I Wish I'd Known Before Getting Married. And in a nutshell, they are expressing regret for your actions, accepting responsibility, making restitution, otherwise known as righting the wrong, and expressing a desire to change future behavior and asking for forgiveness, okay? So, That is really important, and one of the things I think that goes along with apology languages is really an art. Now, an art is something that I think that you practice, and the art is listening without defending and speaking without offending, okay? Very, very, very easy to say, very, very, very challenging to do sometimes, especially if you're triggered, and relationships are a petri dish for getting together and being triggered. But the triggers are the growth, right? Because we learn from each other. We learn from our own projections about what's going on in that situation. And if we can take that light and really take it in, empathize with the other person as far as why they are feeling that there is a need for an apology, overall, we become better people and it's healthier for the individual. 
I agree. I mean, I absolutely agree. And I know that you're right about this. So it, it's something that is a learned thing. You have to learn when enough is enough and when your sincerity doesn't come through. So you have to really mean it, really. You know, it's great that you say that because I stumbled upon saying I'm sorry because when I was growing up, here's what happened with me. My mom would say, say you're sorry. And I'm like, okay, I didn't <laughs> feel sorry. I wasn't sorry. But it was her way of kind of like nipping whatever was going on between my sisters and I in the bud and just say, say you're sorry. And so I'd have to go sorry. And I'm like, did I feel sorry? Uh Uh-uh. So it didn't really match up. But for my mom, I said I was sorry, and then that was that. You know, wash your hands of it and move on. I don't really feel like that was a great way. because. But now, as an adult, uh, I can actually, and it's one of the most therapeutic things that I can do, is just realize that I made a mistake, and sometimes completely unintentional, right? Um, this, this is about the other person um, and their feelings. So being able to listen to that, and maybe also, you know, when it comes to saying you're sorry, uh, you can say, hey, I am really sorry you feel that way. I certainly did not intend to hurt you, I am, but I am sorry. Like, the people that we love, the people that we're in relationship with, we don't want to hurt them. We don't want them to feel hurt. But all in all, we really can't make anybody feel anything. It all comes from our own self, our history, who we are, and the projections we have in the world. But being able to be really empathetic and know that this is not a reflection on who you are as a person, but it feels better when you can just stand back, apologize, and stop there. So that is really the way to apologize like an adult. And as I said, my 13-year-old daughter apologizes more like an adult than I do. So when we're doing this, and it does make you feel better, even though you're a little embarrassed at first because if you are apologizing you did something wrong so it's also about sort of forgiving yourself a little bit too isn't it i think so too you know and and not you know not necessarily and there's very few times that i disagree with you but you know i don't think sometimes when they need to apologize when people need to apologize or feel the need to apologize that they did anything wrong but it is really about the other person feeling hurt or um you know and and then it's about learning about that other person uh, you know, you might have been in, for example, you might have been in a relationship and/or a community that didn't really care if you weren't. You know, I never had a curfew growing up, so, but no, I could have been missing for forty-eight hours, and you know, I'm thinking perhaps they would say, "Hey, have you seen Holly lately?" Right? Wow. Um, and so, so for me, boundaries were sort of uh, deficient, and so being home on time, it never really was a thing that was ingrained that was important to me. Well, then, you know, when I had my first boyfriend um, and all of a sudden I was responsible for uh, being home on time, but I didn't have any. So I was hurting somebody's feelings, but I didn't know it. So I had to learn that about this other person. And I had to learn it about myself. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. There are boundaries now. I can have boundaries. And gosh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to worry you. Um, I didn't really even think about it. I certainly wasn't staying out uh, to hurt somebody or to worry somebody. So I think those are the, the, the there are those situations you're right. as well. Yeah, I mean the, the, you're right, and it doesn't necessarily mean you done did something wrong, but it also can mean that you just really want to make that other person feel better. And I know in some of these suggestions that you know you were sending, don't undo your apology with passive aggressive behaviors. Well, I'm sorry if you didn't like the way that I did the dishes. So just don't ask me to do them again. That's not really an apology, right? No. I mean, exactly. that's that passive-aggressive thing. It is that passive-aggressive thing, and it and it, it. I think not only does it 
does it default the apology and dis- <laughs> or it 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 uh. It, it, you know, it, it just it, the apology goes out the window, but it also creates more insult. It also creates more hurt. Totally it's mean, and I think that we need to avoid those things because you know you can use love as a weapon and you can use apologies as a weapon. Well, I'm sorry, you know, you, you know, uh, you can you can use it as well. I said I'm sorry. What, what else do you want? No, that's you exactly know? right. Now we only have 45 seconds, Doctor Ollie. This is a great topic. I love that you suggested this topic. So wrap <laughs> it up for us. All right, listen. I think one of the biggest things is if, if you can get in a space where you're, you know, where you're triggered, and if not triggered, and if you're too triggered, just tell each other, because at least you know that's where you're at. But if you can listen without defending, that means it's the other person's experience, is not yours, and you can talk without offending, and that includes apologizing if needed, then I think, once again, when we know better, we do better. If we do better, we feel better, and then the world is a better place, and that is a great goal. Yay! I love the way you wrap that up, Dr. Holly. As always, you can hear her every Tuesday at about 11.30 Central Time right here on Radio MD and Mindful Medicine. She's just awesome. Always such good advice. And that's what we're doing here, giving great advice. This is Melanie Cole with Dr. Holly Lucille. Thanks for listening. And stay well.